0: The owner would like to have you for lunch, figuratively speaking. <laughs> of course. If you need anything, my name is Feos. 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 I'm sorry, is that your last no, name? No. No, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't speak Transylvania. Do we have a phrase book? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's good. He's good. He's He's very good. He's good. He's good. 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 Uh, I guess. Uh, hello, aloha, salam aleikum, salud, guten tag, namaste, and uh, um, good day. Welcome back to another movie mug. Another movie from my VHS prison. I sentenced all of my tapes to uh, confinement uh, about five years ago. Hard labor they've been doing. Many of these have not been seen in about 15 years, uh, some of them 15 years plus. And an awful lot of the contents on these tapes I don't have on DVD or Blu-ray or digitally iTunes on my uh, uh, Apple TV, anything like that. So, uh, And it turns out a lot of these, I've either, well, they've either gotten lost or forgotten by me, mostly. Uh, you know, the uh, the films that I've not seen for a long, long time and forgotten all about. So, um, so I'm re-watching them, recapping them. And then deciding whether or not I'm going to get a uh, digital upgrade or not, you know, to keep them, uh, keep them alive or just let them, let them see out their time uh, in, in purgatory as such. Um, uh, these tapes have been in my loft, but um, I've also got uh, a space underneath my staircase. It's an old house and there's a space underneath the staircase where things have gone in in the last five years and rarely, rarely have they come out. So I thought I'd have a little poke around in there as well. And uh, guess what? I found some mugs. Yep, I found some uh, uh, coffee mugs uh, underneath the stairs. So today's uh, uh, today's today's drink is a little nice little vanilla latte. Nothing special, just out of a out of a sachet, That's the kind of thing you buy in the supermarket. a Little vanilla latte, but I put it in my X Files mug. Uh, now that doesn't give you any clue to the film here, but it's just a mug that was a free gift, um, probably somewhere in the region about fifteen years ago. Uh, I was buying the. Um, X-Files series on tape, now they released these things, these bastards released these things, one episode of tape at the time, uh, and they had some exclusives in some places, and the Double Smiths, I believe it was Double Smiths, which is a news agent chain in the UK for non-UK listeners, all two of you, um, they, uh, they're releasing them by, and they had an exclusive, they had various exclusives on, I think one of them was, I think it was 82517 or something like that, or it might have been... Tempus Fugit, or one of those early episodes. Um, they had an exclusive on, and they were giving away a free mug. So I thought, hey, get the tape, get the mug, fantastic. So uh, this, 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 uh, this film. I know this film. I've not seen in at least fifteen years because my wife had never even heard of it, and we've been together fifteen years, so it's not been watched in fifteen years. And this mug is probably fifteen years old now. I probably haven't drunk out of it in at least five years, but so a little bit of nostalgia city today. Um, Today's film is from 1985 and I remember first seeing this one on cable TV here in the UK at my grandparents who were the only ones to have cable TV in the late 80s, the premiere movie channel as it was known. And to my knowledge, I think I've only seen this film literally a handful of times. The original time, and I probably would have watched it straight away afterwards because I liked that then. Oh, i watch the film over and over again. Uh, and probably only a couple of times since then, uh, which is a bit of a shame because I really enjoyed watching it again today. Uh, and at times, seriously, I pissed myself laughing at this film. I'm, of course, talking about 1985's Transylvania 6500. Now, the film starts with a home movie-style intro, a couple of guys larking around with a video camera outside of a church in a forest uh, when suddenly these two arms, sort of Day of the Dead, you know, through the wall kind of style, smash through the door, grabbing one of them, and before they can sort of, like, shake it loose and run away, the camera's recording everything, you get a kind of shot of them running away um, with um, the, the legs of what looks like a kind of Frankenstein kind of creature. Um, and this tape ends up, you don't see what attacked them, but it looks like Frankenstein. This tape ends up in the hands of uh, an editor of a kind of a low-grade tabloid called The Sensation in America. Um, and the editor uh, gives, the, gives the tape and the story to Jack and... Here we go Jack and Gill Jack and Jill Close Jack and Gill, Played by Jeff Goldblum And Ed Begley Jr They're given the story To fly to Transylvania Which is over there somewhere According to the editor He doesn't know where it is To investigate And bring back a story Unless they bring back a story With the headlines Frankenstein lives They're both fired They're both out of a job Bearing in mind Ed Begley Jr's character Gill, Jill Gill, whatever uh, is, uh, is, the editor's, is the editor's son He's still wishing to fire him He's a bit of a, a Bit of a narcissist The um They get to Transylvania, the town of Transylvania is trying to shake off this old school thinking of haunted castles and monsters and and, and the like. And the mayor, played by uh, Jeffrey Jones, has converted one of the castles into a hotel. Uh, in one scene uh, Feos, one of the butlers Picks up a phone ring, f- A ringing phone And answers it Transylvania 6500 Hence the title So there's a bit of a play on words Of the Pennsylvania 6500 song And the song is actually Lampooned during the film as well They use it as a kind of A bit of a score uh, And that's where our two heroes Go to stay They go to stay in this in this uh, hotel But the hotel's not yet open uh, And it only has three staff There's Fails, uh There's Radu And Lupi Now Radu Is played by John Bryner And he's a sort of uh, eagle gore style butler's got a bit of a bit of a bit of a hunch um you know and he does all the kind of like yes master no master he's got a very very clingy wife called loopy who's also that kind of bit hunched over Uh, and he's she's played by the rather excellent carol kane one of the best parts about this film uh and then of course there's Phaos, the rather oddball Phaos, the uh, remarkable remarkable michael richards one of the main reasons to watch this film um now, the local mayor, uh, Jeffrey Jones, the poli- a police inspector and the townsfolk they're making light of the stories. They're asking, you know, these two guys are asking questions about, you know, what's been going on in the tape. And the mere mention of Frankenstein gets a kind of like a, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, ho, Frankenstein. Oh, yes, I am Frankenstein. Uh, you know, and you want to see Dracula kind of thing. They're, they're lampooning up. They're trying to make light of it. But there's whispers and things going on, uh, obscure looks from the townsfolk, um, which kind of like heightens the curiosity of Ed Begley's uh, character. But, you know, Goldblum's character, to Jack Kind of shrugs it off As kind of tourist trappings oh, well, That's what they're doing Kind of thing This is all a load of rubbish He doesn't really want to be there He's kind of more of a Serious journalist You see um, And he has designs Then on an American tourist That he meets Pretty much straight off the Straight off the bus uh, Elizabeth Ellison who's played by Teresa Ganzel And she's holidaying there With her young daughter and he's kind of taken to her and uh, starts spending time with her. While Ed Begley's character is a bit more... kind of like, you know, wants to uncover things and, uh, you know, starts asking questions. He's wandering around. And he uncovers something. He uncovers that the town is trying to keep quiet. A, 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 a malpracticed doctor, Victor Malvacua. Malvacua? Malvacua. something like that. Uh, played by Joe Blog, Joseph Bologna, who's in this. Um, and he's, uh, he's overheard dealing... Uh, overheard as dealing with his experiments, uh, in inverted commas, in the air. You know, that kind of weird thing um and soon enough you know uh the two kind of like thing, the things come out and we not only have a frankenstein creature running around but there's also a wolfman there's also a mummy there's a vampire uh and a vampire actually in the smoking hot shape of gina davis i might add um so the craziness ensues there's a bit of fun to be had here but you know, basically then it's a kind of it, it kind of leaps into a you know a, not a haunted house kind of thing but you know try and find these creatures and then the little girl of the of the tourist elizabeth gets captured they got to try and find her then Jeff Goldblum, who was a cynic to begin with, starts to believe it. Anyway, it's, it's a good, fun little film. It's, it's, it's nothing much more than that. It's written and directed by Rudy DeLuca. He didn't really do much else, but he's kind of a stalwart of the Mel Brooks school of, um, of film. In fact, he co-wrote many of uh, Mel Brooks' films. He's got bit parts in almost all of them as well. Uh, do you remember Spaceballs? Uh, Pizza the Hut? the guy that was uh, with Pizza the Hut, Vinnie, the guy who was painted silver with the glasses. Well, that's Rudy DeLuca. And he's been in many other things as well. You remember the guy. And uh, because it's from Melbourne and because it's, it's, it's a comedic farce, it's a, you know, it's, a, it's a spoof that makes light at the expense of the Transylvanian mythos and those stereotypes, but it's funny, it's funny in places, in, in places it is absolutely hilarious, in others it's a, le- a bit letting, pretty much like your average Mel Brooks film. Um, unfortunately, the last reel, things really, really run out of steam and it's almost devoid of any decent laughs at all, even the, the, the great Michael Richards who who is the highlight of this film without a doubt is reduced in the final act to a poor face contortion joke which isn't a patch on what he's working in the earlier scenes but it is without a doubt uh, uh, the reason to go the reason to see this film and it's uh, it's an ending which is kind of you know kind of feels that oh what how do we end this oh I know that'll do tag it on you know but the first two thirds are still a ton of funny so you should get a lot out of that uh Jeff Goldblum, everybody knows Jeff Goldblum, um, this was a year before he played The Fly, uh, and obviously a couple of years before he was Ian Malcolm in the Jurassic Park films, but here he does a mildly comedic turn, I don't think he's that brilliant in this, but you know he does that kind of trademark twitching, that sarcastic kind of uh, um, uh, shtick that he does, and it's okay, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, It's amazing, actually, to think that this was only a year before he did that fantastic Tour de Force in The Fly, which is, uh, you know, one of my favourite films. Um, Gina Davis, of course, is also in this. She she plays only a little bit role. She's the nymphomaniac vampire Odette, with, I mean, decent eye candy, very, very reeling vampire attire. She's got, you know, her her knockers are almost falling out. But it's only a small role, and, uh, you know, she's not great in it, to be fair. And it's a million, million miles away from what she did in The Fly just a year later. This is more like her her little comedic turn in Fletch, uh, or Tootsie you know just a little bit part just turning up just the totty um incidentally this was also the first film they actually met on um uh, and of course later they were in The Fly and years later and then Earth Girls Easy, and then they got married and then divorced and yeah and yeah and yeah, and yeah. um Ed Begley Jr. Uh, again, famous actor. Uh, incidentally, a man with two different ages on his Wikipedia page. No, I'm serious. Look it up. Go and look it up Wikipedia for Ed Begley Jr. He's got two birthdays. One that says he's uh, um, born in 49, and one that says he's born in 42. You know, somebody should pick that up. And um, now here's a question: When does he get to drop the Jr.? When does Ed Begley just a Jr. become Ed Begley? I mean, his old man, God bless him, you know, died in 1970. Ed Begley Jr. is 62 now. Surely he can just be Ed Begley by now. You know what? Just drop the Jr. But eh, that's just me. Um, Jeffrey Jones plays the mayor. You know Jeffrey Jones is uh, Rooney on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, amongst other things. Um, definitely amongst other things. Let's not get into that. Uh, and I think he's largely wasted in this. He, um, you know, he doesn't really have a great deal to do. He's funny in it where he is, but he was much better in other films. Um, coming off much much better for me are the uh, the characters of. Um, Victor Malavachia, Joe Balogna, uh, who I know best is Uncle Phil in Coupe de Ville. Which, if you have not seen Coupe de Ville, is a stunningly brilliant film, really, really good film. That uh, I must cover that at some point. But uh, he, he he plays the kind of Doctor Frankenstein type character who's doing the experiment. Or they, they're not really experiments, but I don't want to give away the film. But you have to watch it. But he's a Doctor Frankenstein type character, and he he plays it with tons of glee, abandonment, and uh, you know, really hammering it up. He's got this thing where excuse me he's got this thing where he's serious outside of the lab uh, and uh, sorry he's serious outside of the lab but when he crosses the threshold of his lab his father's lab he kind of goes all nuts and schizo and mad scientist in fact he throws his hair forward in a kind of weird kind of uh, 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 throws his hair f- cut all that okay and Joe he plays he plays the doctor frank and edit. He plays the Dr. Frankenstein type character with tons of glee and abandonment and really hamming it up and chewing the scenery. In fact, when he goes across the threshold of his father's lab, he throws his hair forward, you know, messes it all up and becomes the mad scientist and ordering people around and that kind of stuff. And then when he walks back outside the lab, he slicks his hair back and he becomes all serious. There's a really nice little fight, a little tussle later on between him and Goldblum where he's going backwards and forwards across the fre- threshold, apologizing, then throwing him around and apologizing him and offering him espresso. It's uh, it's, it's It's fun. It's entertaining. Um, then you've got... Uh, um John Bryner who plays the Igor type but, uh, butler Radu, who is brilliant in this. He's John Bryner's a TV store actor. He's been acting since the 60s. He's still doing it today. Um, but he's great as the uh, kind of put upon butler, the, you know, he's very much yes master, no master. He plays the Igor type character and he's forever having to sideswipe his uh, very, very clingy, and overbearing wife, uh, Loopy, who uh, is played by the awesome Carol Kane. She is absolutely phenomenal in this. She's really an absolute star. Carol Kane, probably best known as uh, Lapka's wife on Taxi, uh, also the. Uh, you know, other, other major roles Was the Ghost of Christmas Present in uh, Scrooge Lots of other stuff as well But that's kind of where I know her from um, She still pops up in things today But not as much as she should I think she's a fabulous Really really good comedic actress And in this she is really really good And I believe that she ad-libbed a lot of her scenes Is what I've read um, But without a doubt Top of the Pops King of the Hill for this film um, is Michael Richards. Kramer from Seinfeld in an early role, Stanley Spinowski in UHF um, as Faos, real oddball off-the-wall character, um, who I believe did ad-lib almost all of his lines in this film, and um, thankfully so, because they are the best scenes in the whole film. He is only in a handful of scenes, he's not one of the major characters, even though he does have top billing on the uh, um, on the on the reprint as such, if you look on play.com dot whatever, you can look for the DVD of this film because it's available on DVD. Um, you know, he's one of the four, but he's not really a major character in this. Um, but he's fantastic in it. He's got, without doubt, he steals everything without doubt, the best banana skin slip in movie history. I shit you not. Uh, when he puts it, he just tells Ed Begley to watch this. Puts his banana skin on the floor and just does a. I am walking down the way and down he goes. And then he asks Ed Begley to do it, and he it's brilliant. There's a there's an absolutely hilarious bit, and the bit that was from the uh, beginning of the podcast with him asking egg begley over breakfast to smell everything smell this cream oh it's fresh smell this coffee smell this glass this ashtray smell it. it it doesn't make any sense but it's hilarious uh, really really good worth seeing the film just for that i guess if you like mel brooks um, and i do you know i've even got a soft spot for films like life stinks you know which you know the film kind of stunk but i thought it was funny um, you'll get some fun out of this and if nothing else see the great Kramer uh, in an early role um, you know and it's, it's it's it has to be seen to be believed but um, 1985 Transylvania 65,000 this week's Movie Month